0: Asian, and Muslim communities about Texas and national politics. You can follow us on all forms of social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Our handle is at WiseUpTX. Check out our podcasts on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, again, WiseUpTX. And you can check out our segments, which are aired on Radio Azal and Coffee Mornings with Aisha around 9 a.m. on Mondays. Remember, everyone, get educated, get wiser, and let's start giving a hoot. Alright everyone, we have another political interview for you guys today. It is with Chetan Panda, who is a South Asian that is running for Congress in Texas District 25. This is made up of parts of the city of Austin, Texas and goes all the way up into the southern part of Tarrant County and he has a really great platform that Um, We would love for y'all to hear about. So if you have friends and family living in his district, uh, we highly recommend for you guys to tell them about him. And we do want to emphasize that while we do political interviews, it is always best whenever you are choosing to vote to wise up on all the candidates running for office to ensure that you're voting for the best one for your platform. Um, I mean, that goes along with the platform that you like and that you think is the best for you and your family. So we do like to have political interviews, but again, we still highly recommend for you to wise up on all the candidates that are running for each office to figure out which one is the best one for you. Another reminder that the Texas primary early voting is currently still happening. It is until March 2nd, so please make sure you get out to vote. Um, Our voter info page on wiseuptx.com is available and it will go over um, kind of where your polling locations are, what your local newspapers are. Um, are saying whom they've endorsed. And don't forget whether you're running, voting in the Republican or Democratic primary, you do get to vote on the platform um, certain issues that they have and they're wondering whether you find them important or not. So that way you can shape the political party's platform in which um, you vote in. So it's very important that you do go vote in the primary. Um, it seems so far that the numbers in the big counties, such as Harris County and Dallas County and Travis County and Tarrant County have really high numbers of people voting in the primaries, which is awesome. We need to continue this. Remember, we, our vote is our voice, and if you don't vote, then don't complain about politics. This is your time to get your voice heard. Um, again, reminder, it is up until March 2nd. Election day is March 6th, so you can also vote on March 6th, but this is... Is coming up to a close. And it's very important. Certain primary slots are very, very, very tight. And don't forget to vote. All right. I'm going to give you all another reminder for March 3rd, Radio Azad and Wise Up Texas are hosting Civics and Chai in DFW in Plano, Texas, Shemul Finick Library from 1.30 to 4 p.m. There will be free chai from Chamele. Um, so come on over, learn about local and state politics and how to become civically engaged while sipping on some free chai. Can't wait to see all there. So just a little bit about Chetan Panda, he is a Democrat running for U.S. Congress in the 25th District of Texas because he believes that we must strengthen and empower our community and our country so they continue to thrive. Everyone should share in prosperity regardless of their circumstances. To do that, we must ensure that everyone receives a fair share, that we help those in need, and that people not only have opportunities to advance and improve their lives, but also the tools they need to be successful. When one of us succeeds, we all succeed. He is a Texan and a first-generation American. He grew up in the Austin area and has spent nearly his entire life there. After graduating from high school, he pursued his education at the London School of Economics and Georgetown University, where he graduated with a degree in international economics. He is a successful leader and a problem solver according to his website. And he became a successful leader at a globally recognized mutual fund company where he worked to protect and grow the retirement savings of police officers, teachers, and other hardworking Americans. He solved complex problems, created new products, and worked with people from different groups and organizations to get things done. He wants to apply these expertise, energy, and forward thinking on behalf of the 25th District of Texas. All right, everyone, let's tune in to our interview with Chet and Panda. joining us is jathan panda thank you so much for joining us today
1: thank you for having me
0: all right so Uh, um looking
1: forward to chatting
0: yeah me too and i'm sure that my listeners are as well um i believe that you are running for congress am i correct
1: that's correct the u.s congress district 25
0: and what does district 25 encompass like which are the main cities
1: Sure. So, you know, it covers 13 counties uh, across uh, central to uh, central Texas to just south of uh, Fort Worth.
0: Uh-huh. Um,
1: the main cities are, you know, Wimberley is the southernmost city. OK. Uh, Austin is definitely the biggest metro area. Uh, you've got some uh, it touches around the Fort Worth area and then goes all the way up to uh, Burleson and Cleburne, which are cities in, in, that are just south of Fort Worth.
0: Okay, wow, that's a really, really big district. And- yeah,
1: it is. Uh, you know, we definitely put the miles on the car. Um, but, you know, <laughs> I think it's uh, it, it's an interesting amount of territory. It's, you know, it's got urban taxes, uh, suburban taxes, and rural taxes. And, uh, you know, I think those are places where Democrats uh, need to compete uh, in order to, uh, you know, to get victories.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with you. And. Um, how many people, you're in the Democratic primary, are you running against uh, several people in this primary?
1: Yeah, there are five people, including me, uh, you know, running in the primary. Um, you know, I think, uh, I think I've think i got a lot of things going for me, which I'm sure we'll touch on in just a second. Um, and, uh, you know, think that I'm definitely the you know, person that's most qualified to, to run against uh, the Republican incumbent.
0: Okay, and who is the Republican incumbent?
1: His name is Roger Williams. Uh, He's out of uh, Weatherford, which is not really part of the district. Uh, He has been there since 2012, and he is a pretty big Trump supporter.
0: Oh, wow, that's interesting to note, especially for the South Asian community. Um, But I want to pivot over more to, you know, what motivated you to run for office? I mean, it's a pretty big district, as you said. You know, it has a combination of rural, suburban, and the, the big a part of Austin as well. So, what made you decide that, oh, yeah, I want to run for office? Was it because Representative Williams was a Trump supporter or certain issues in the district really, you know, st- stuck out at you that you really wanted to support? What was it? Sure. So,
1: you know, I, I grew up in Austin, uh, I've spent most of my life here. I'm also the first person in my family born in this country. You know, my parents are from from India. Uh
0: Um,
1: And, you know, this country has given me and my family a lot of opportunities, and it's really raised me and made me the person I am today. And when President Trump announced the immigration ban, uh, it was kind of like a slap in the face. Um, It really showed me that President Trump and Congressman Williams, who was very supportive of the ban, uh, were really about opportunity not creating it and that's not what this country is about and so I actually left my job Uh, I used to work for a big uh, globally recognized mutual fund company Uh Uh, I managed billions of dollars in retirement funds and so I left my job and said you know I think I have the skills to get this and to make our community a better place okay you know if I have those skills I think that uh it's incumbent upon me to go out and do something about it uh, so I, you know, I've, I've been running and, uh, been running since I quit my job on July 3rd and, um, have been running since then and, you know, it's been seven months or so and it's been a fun ride.
0: Oh, wow. Um, I mean, that's pretty big to quit your job and, you know, go back home and campaign it and it must be super exhausting. Like you said that you have so many miles on your car, you must be driving all over Texas. And are you doing like town hall meetings, um, meeting with constituents at coffee shops? Like how is that going in your campaign?
1: Yeah. You know, we're, we're, we're meeting, you know, we've, we've marched in parades. We've spoken at forums. We've gone uh, to clubs uh, all throughout the district. Um, and, 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 you know, I really enjoy going out and meeting people. Uh, I think that's really been the best part of this campaign is to hear people's stories. Right. And, you know, talk about how together we can we can make a, a better community in the country.
0: Okay, that's good to know. So as you said that your your campaign is about solving problems, you know, what are the problems you're uh, you know, that you would like to solve if you became elected? Essentially, what are the main issues that define your platform and, you know, that that you explain to the people?
1: Yep, 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 yep. So, uh, you know, everything really falls under uh, the vision of creating opportunity for everyone to advance. And so I really think that takes three big uh, positions. First is quality, affordable health care for every single American.
0: And what does that uh, entail? Is that different. universal? Is that single payer? Well, you know, I think there's a lot of
1: uh, confusion between uh, goals and methods. You know, the goal is what I just outlined is quality right. health care for every single American. A method is something like, like single payer.
0: Right. Um, you know,
1: I'll, say, I'll start off by saying first, you know, we need to acknowledge the political realities and, you know, the republic will I definitely have a Republican president come uh, after the 2018 elections, Um, you know, unless something with the Russia investigation happens, but likely we'll have a Republican president. And so the first thing we need to do is protect the ACA and make sure we don't go backwards on health care. Okay. Um, So the second thing we need to do then is once we get people who uh, share the same goal as me, is work to get to that goal. Um, and so I think Medicare for all is a, a, a good idea, but I'm very focused on how we transition to, uh, to a Medicare for all system. Um, you know, healthcare is 20% of our economy.
0: Right. And,
1: uh, you know, if we make a transition very quickly, then, you know, that could have some harmful effects. Yeah. So what I want to see is, uh, you know, a government-run it's subsidized that employers and individuals can buy into
0: uh-huh. and you
1: know it'll be voluntary uh, it'll be you know no one it'll be voluntary for people to buy into and because it'll be voluntary people will be able it'll be a natural transition to that plan and it'll you know force down price and it'll uh improve quality
0: all right well those are really great things um you know, to work towards to fixing our broken healthcare system. Are there any other issues that you'd like to discuss um, that are really important to yeah, you um, on your platform?
1: You know, the, the next, the next big issue is, is creating a 21st century economy. Uh
0: uh-huh. um, So what does that mean? Like, me what that, does that entail?
1: Yeah. So to me, that's investments in, in infrastructure. So on the infrastructure, infrastructure, clean energy, and education. So on the infrastructure side.
0: And how about education, because I know that's a really big um, point for many South Asians.
1: It it is, and that to me is absolutely and maybe the most essential part of uh, creating a 21st century economy. You know, I think that our education system is really geared towards a 20th century economy, uh, which is more of a knowledge-based economy. Uh Um, What we really need to prioritize is creative, critical thinking um,
0: and learning skills. And so we need to make sure our education
1: system is equipped to, uh, to you know, teach those things. Uh, so things that I want to see are universal uh, pre-K so that okay. all kids have, you know, access to the foundational building blocks to have successful educational careers. Right. Uh, you know, I want to invest in public school, uh, t- things like teacher training, assistance for low-income students, um, digitalizing the classroom. Uh-huh. I want to uh, make college more affordable for, for people. Okay. And then lastly, I want to invest in uh, vocational education. And to me, that's not only things like increasing financial aid and having businesses partner with vocational institutions, but it's also acknowledging that uh, you know, things such as uh, your traditional vocations need to be expanded upon
0: uh-huh.
1: Include 21st century vocations. Uh, in my opinion,
0: coding is one. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. I totally agree with you on that. Um, so, you know, I want to ask also, you know, when you're, you're ta- listening to people and, you know, hearing their problems, I also wanted to ask, you know, you are in a district which um, is primarily Republican and probably uh, voted for President Trump, but you know, as a South Asian, have you come across any discriminatory remarks from people during your campaign? And if you have, like, how did you deal with it? Did you ever, did you ever feel really down that it deterred you from continuing your campaign or, you know, what happened?
1: Um, you know, it's happened like a very, very small number of times. I mean, you know, the Overwhelming vast majority of relations with with people have been um, pretty positive.
0: Okay, that's um, good to know.
1: You know, at least the, the interpersonal relations with people. You know, I, I, I uh, you know, the ones the ones that I possibly face to face.
0: Right. Um,
1: you know, when when it does happen, um, you know, I I kind of brush it off as much as possible. Uh, it depends. You know, I really try to look to what the intent is. And you know, sometimes the intent is just kind of uh, one of people not being familiar with uh, South Asians, right? Um, and, and you know who we are, and so you know, to the degree possible, you know, it's not a hateful intent. And so I, you know, absolutely try to maintain an engagement with them, and if if possible, um, you know, let them know otherwise.
0: Okay. All right. Well, I mean, it's good to know that you haven't dealt with too many of these, you know, moments because I think many South Asians and Muslims, you know, may want to run, but kind of feel disheartened to because they're afraid of the pushback they may receive. So it's always good to know that a lot of times if you just show like and, and talk to them that you have maybe more in common than you are different.
1: Yeah, that's, that's, you know,
0: that's, that's, I completely agree. And so I'm going to go to the last question, but uh, tell us why you're the best candidate running for your position. And if you want to tell my listeners about your website and, you know, how they can help out with your campaign, even if they're not living in uh, the district that you're running in, just any information you have, that would be great.
1: Sure. So, you know, I, I, think, I really think I'm the best person uh, for this district for a number of reasons. Uh, first is, you know, my message is a message that really appeals to everybody and speaks to, to everybody, and the issues that we have under that, under that vision back it up. Uh, the second thing is, you know, I have a uh, degree in economics, I have a business background, you know, I understand how to solve problems, you know, work with people from different organizations to get things done. And I've made high-stakes decisions and led teams, and I have the skill set to uh, get things done. And then, you know, I'm also a young person. Uh, I am a millennial, um, and I believe that that gives me fresh perspectives, mm-hmm. uh, you know, new ideas to bring to Congress, and, you know, we need new new ways of thinking there because the old ways of thinking are clearly not getting anything done, and we, it's about solving problems. And I'm committed to doing that. And I'm committed to making my community a better place. Uh, in terms of how how your listeners can help, you know, it's one if you know anybody in the district. Uh, it's congressional district 25. Okay. In Texas, uh, if you know anyone in the district to so please let them know uh, about my campaign, um, you can also visit my website and uh, and make a contribution if, if you're interested in supporting the campaign and just do as much as possible to get the uh, get the word out there. My and website is Panda, www.panda2018.com.
0: Okay. You can also
1: check out my Facebook page at Panda2018.
0: All right. Perfect. Um, I hope some of my listeners uh, who may be in your district will, you know, check you out and vote for you in the Democratic primary. Um, early voting starts February 20th up until March 2nd and Election Day is March 6th. So it's coming up right around the corner. Well, I want to thank you so much for coming on to our show and wish you the best of luck and the rest of your campaign. All right, everyone, and this concludes our segment for today. I hope you all enjoyed the interview with Chet and Panda. Again, he is running for Congress in Texas Congressional District 25, uh, which includes part of the Austin, Texas area, um, all the way up north um, to the southern part of Tarrant County. If you have friends in that area or family members, um, please let them know about Chet and Panda when they're going to vote in the primary and again he's on the democratic primary ticket again a reminder that early voting for the texas primaries is still happening up until march 2nd and then the actual election day is march 6th so make sure you vote in the primaries it is an open primary so whether you're a registered republican democrat or independent you can vote in either the republican or democrat primary you can only vote in one not in both Um, If you had voted in the 2016 or 2017 elections and have not moved, you don't need to re-register. You can go ahead and vote. If you did move or you've recently moved and haven't registered to vote, it is too late to vote in the primaries, to register to vote in the primaries. Um, But you can still register to vote so that you can vote in November. Again, big election day is November 6th of 2018, and those that will be on that ballot Um, From both parties Republican and Democrat that election is happening right now, which is the Texas primaries early election or early voting is up until March 2nd election day is March 6th. So please, please, please get out and vote. If you need voter information, please check out our website www.wiseptx.com voter info. Go to the voter info tab and you will find your polling locations and what is potentially on your ballot and endorsements from your local newspapers. So I highly recommend you all to check it out. Last but not least, don't forget Civics and Chai. It's coming up March 3rd, Finnick Library, Plano, Texas, 1.30 to 4 p.m. Uh, we hope you will come to learn about local and state politics and how to become civically engaged. If you've been wanting to get engaged in politics, but don't know where to start, I highly recommend for you to come attend our event. It's hosted by Wise Up Texas and Radio Azad. Again, that's March 3rd from 1.30 to 4 p.m. Schimmel Finnick Library, Plano, Texas. Can't wait to see y'all there, to meet y'all, to talk to y'all, and to help y'all wise up on politics while drinking on some free jai. All right, everyone, and that's our segment for today. Um, don't forget Get educated, get wiser, and let's start giving a hoot. Until next time.